0: Happy Monday, my name is Emily, and welcome to Mommy on the Wire. Alright guys, welcome back to Mommy on the Wire. I am so excited. I need to stop saying that, but I really am excited for today's episode because... I've already recorded it with my husband Casey, he's amazing, he really is, and I I hope you guys get a glimpse of that, he is a blue collar redneck, (laughs) and he is pure gold, like he is, just his view on life, I think it's bold, it's blunt, it's deep down so kind, not even deep down, he is just kind to his core, and I'm excited for you guys to see that, so, He is my guest on the episode today. We are, (laughs) we recorded in very interesting circumstances. We are, as you know, you guys know, you know our living situation right now. And we went for a drive. We got our youngest, Gibson, asleep. We gave Remington the iPad. We sat in our car and we recorded. So this whole recording, I think our kids did pretty good. I think you can hear Gibson cough a couple times. And I think Remington just kept his mouth shut and watched YouTube kids. Great parenting, I know. But the sacrifice we make so that the podcast happens, that's what, that's what we'll just focus on. We made it happen. Our kids were in the car with us. We recorded in the car. But I think you guys will really like the episode. I really do. But before we get into that, um, not really any crazy updates except that a man followed me on the freeway and harassed me this week and I had to go to the police station. I don't want to go into too much detail, but I was trying to turn right onto the freeway and there was a red light and so of course I was going to stop. And on the other side, like the exit ramp, there was a car coming and it looked like it was going to go through, it didn't have its blinker on and so... I was like, maybe he's getting back on the freeway. I'm gonna stop at this red light and I'm gonna take maybe an extra second because I don't feel like getting hit. I don't feel like getting hit on my son's side and getting in an accident. And the man behind me honked at me. So I shook a little finger at him and it made him really angry and he followed me for Like, 25-30 minutes, I pulled off, went to the police station. Anyway, that's all, we'll go into detail on that, because it was really scary, and my heart was beating so fast. I was crying, I had my kids in the car, it was just bad. So, if anything, I'm here to tell you to just be nice. Don't be road rage city, just don't do that. Anyway, I really won't go into too much more of an intro about my week. Um, Because I really want you guys to hear this episode, and I do want to keep it under an hour. So, without further ado, here is Casey. All right, guys, I have a special guest here. Hi. (laughs) This is going to be a fun episode, because while I have been on the internet my whole entire life, my husband stays as far away from the internet as possible, and he, you don't like people, Huh. Do I you like, like people? some people? He likes some people. He likes you guys. Cause, I like you guys. Because <laughs> I talk to you guys rather than him about stuff he's uncertain about. But So, essentially, we all know the NGL links that were going around to do the anonymous questions, right? They're going to hear that. They're gonna drinking like, Mountain Dew. <laughs> they're going to be like, that's gross. <laughs> He's don't streaking a mountain It's and gone dude. anyways, I'm sorry. It's gone now. So he's learning. He's new. He's never podcasted before.
1: <laughs> First time on the cast.
0: The mic picks it picks stuff up. So okay, so the NGL links, they're anonymous links. You can essentially type whatever you want, and it's anonymous. I don't know who sent these in, but we're gonna give some people advice. We're gonna react to some of these very juicy confessions and my husband's very like logical and level-headed and takes a lot of things very literally so I think it's gonna be fun to see what his opinions are are you excited
1: I don't know you wouldn't give me any heads up so I didn't you like I'm gonna say the to wrong thing have to be nice people so. I
0: did I told him he needed to be nice because he's also very blunt but I wouldn't let him read any of these beforehand. I have. So, we're going to just get right into it. Someone said, I pick my nose and sometimes I eat it still. It's the only thing I hide from my husband. Ha ha ha. Gross. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. And like.
1: Hey, anyone who says they don't eat boogers, they're like <gasps> Okay.
0: Stop.
1: Everybody eats boogers. I,
0: no, we don't. Do you really eat boogers?
1: I mean, no, but
0: okay, so. you'll spit
1: it out, you know?
0: Ew, no, I don't know. You've
1: never hocked a loogie?
0: Well, that's not the same. This girl or I'm man. I'm just saying, I'm assuming it's a boogers. Girl.
1: It's the same. No difference. He's
0: defending you, so. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's a little bit weird if you're digging for gold, but, like, everybody <laughs> eats boogers, so.
0: In one way or the other. There you go. <laughs> The next one says, "If you ever see me adjust my seating to lift one butt cheek up, it's because I'm silently passing gas." My dad calls that a right cheek sneak, or a left cheek sneak. <laughs> What's your opinion on that? Everyone really does that, right?
1: Well, everybody farts. She just Emily can tell because I tense up.
0: I I can.
1: My body tenses up even if I move at all.
0: I know. I know exactly when he did. I'm like, ew. (laughs) Everybody farts. Okay, this one, I'm going to spare you. I got two like this, Casey, but I don't want to put you through the whirlwind of emotion that this is going to bring out. I don't want to do it twice. So, two people. The first person said, I always found you very attractive. And then another person said, you're really attractive. What does that make you feel? You are? Yeah, they said I am. They said it about me. Someone's hitting on your wife.
1: Oh, well, at least it's anonymous. <laughs> They're probably better looking than me, so...
0: <laughs>
1: it's a good thing it was anonymous.
0: Oh, my goodness. It doesn't... Know. You know, you feel okay about that?
1: Sure, it's true.
0: Oh, but No so reason
1: somebody should be embarrassed to have a pretty wife, so...
0: Oh, that's so nice.
1: I'm not the jealous type, so...
0: He's really not.
1: That's a compliment.
0: We actually just had a really intense conversation about cheating. And not that either of us are cheating, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I think it came up because, like, I don't remember. We won't, we won't go on that tangent. Don't worry. But I'm, if anything, I'm the jealous one, huh? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay, someone asked me this. They said, did you get a new wedding ring? How do you feel about this, Casey?
1: I feel fine. I don't want you to lose the real one.
0: He doesn't want me to lose the real one. So here's what happened. I'm in my gold era. I really love gold right now. And he, he picked out my ring himself five years ago. Can you believe that? Crazy. Five years ago. He picked out a beautiful ring, and it's silver. And I love it. And I loved it then, and I love it now. But I've been wearing a lot of gold jewelry, and I wanted a gold ring. So it's not real. My other one's my real diamond. And so it's cute and it's gold and it's i don't know like if moist she doesn't tonight. wear
1: it she won't lose it that's what it's i true. say
0: i'll wear it again though but as far as the ring that is the answer there so this person said and this is where you can give like a little bit of a little bit of advice um Uh-oh. i feel like i'm a foster girlfriend the men i date always find their soulmate after we break up must be nice What words of advice do you have for someone who would feel like a foster girlfriend or foster boyfriend?
1: Well Man, I
0: mean <laughs> You're like, I don't have advice, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'd say you just works out when it's supposed to, you know, and has nothing to do with you if he finds the person that he was happy with afterwards. Yeah doesn't matter when or or who or whatever just be glad you you weren't uh married to him and then realize he wasn't happy
0: that's true that it's is a worse. really good way to look at it
1: yeah you don't want to marry somebody premature and then realize they're happier with somebody else so
0: and there's nothing wrong with that either like finding out that you are happy or happier with someone else you know that's kind of the point of relationships and figuring that out but I can yeah, also but it's see easier to
1: find that out whenever you're in girlfriend stage
0: how do you oh well I was gonna say how do you know he does well, know but I we know. won't go there
1: I've been engaged before so it, yeah
0: he has and it's hard
1: she might listen to this <laughs> if you're he listening has, to he's this he's been through
0: it before they both it's know nothing it's personal. hard no it's hard they both been through it they know and it's yeah, the girlfriend-boyfriend stage is the time to do it. <laughs> yeah,
1: if you're going to find out that somebody's happier one way or another, and don't take it personally, just know that, you know, you'll be happier with whoever the next guy is too. So just, Yeah. Either Amen. way, in, in the big picture, you're happiest with the person you settle down with. and Yeah. And doesn't matter who you dated before. Yeah.
0: The next person said, I'm almost 25, and I feel like I have done absolutely nothing with my life
1: feeling doesn't go away once you've uh, (laughs) done anything don't worry about it. you
0: can own a house you can have children you can have so many things like that, outside sources would be like oh my gosh they totally have it going for them and you can still feel like you've done nothing it's a personal feeling but and also why do we feel that way like it's a society thing i think we're constantly comparing yeah we're constantly comparing to other people and that's that's the problem you know it's the biggest not the
1: problem is that you compare yourself to people so
0: yeah and what do you think the source of that is you think social internet? media yeah
1: stay the hell off the internet
0: yeah definitely stop looking at what
1: everybody else is doing
0: anytime i'm in like a really bad mental place that's what he tells me and it is most of the time always true <laughs>
1: but... you'll be happier if you uh worry about yourself and not what everybody else is doing
0: yeah the next person said, I have four. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, she wants to say the something else. The other thing
1: is, if you're 25 years old, there's a whole hell of a lot of life left to live.
0: This is also true. I didn't do Baby. anything. I got yeah. married when I was
1: 25, so if you're saying... I
0: think you're 23 or 24. You're 24.
1: 24, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. younger, you know.
0: You became a dad at like Don't 26. Don't compare yourself to
1: everybody else.
0: 27, yeah.
1: All my buddies got married sooner than I did. and it,
0: I know his friends, a lot of them.
1: You know, no one's happier than anybody in the big picture over a couple of years.
0: The next person said, I have four kids and I'm divorced. I feel like no one will ever want to marry me because of how many kids I have. I'm (laughs) only 26. Will I be alone forever?
1: Hell no. See, I preach this to all the younger generation, all the young bucks out there. All right? And I know no dudes are going to be listening to this podcast. There might be. There might be. But you're better off if you can skip the baby phase...
0: He does always tell, like, young boys. So, I'm just saying,
1: like, if you can find yourself a woman in your situation where you've already had a couple of kids or four kids, whatever, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know...
0: That's the hidden gem.
1: That's the hidden gem (laughs) because, really, if that girl has learned her lesson, you know, not that you were the problem in, in your earlier marriage or anything, but, you know, you have something to compare to then. You see the problem with Emily, for example. She doesn't know if the grass could or or isn't greener on the other side because she's only been married once and she was young when she did it, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, you, on the other hand, you have perspective because you have... uh,
0: You've experienced this. You've
1: had a husband that didn't work out and you have something to compare to. So now some, uh, you know, mid-twenties guy comes into the picture and says, well, now you don't have to deal with a pregnant woman. First off, (laughs) that's a blessing and then you don't have to worry about any of the uh postpartum stuff.
0: Yeah, that's hard.
1: You know. And then uh and he
0: can still love those kids. On top of it, kids. you can
1: still love those kids like they're your own and you don't even have to be the
0: He's like the if donut, anything, that's you know? how I f- wish I found Emily.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> there, there's no shame in marrying a woman like that. So There's
0: not. And so here get I'd that say, from I'd a say man's you perspective.
1: A, you've got a leg up on half of the women in <laughs> in In my point of view, you know, (laughs) if I wasn't already married, I'd be looking for somebody like you.
0: (laughs) I love that. Okay, this one is a confession. It says, my baby constantly plays with the utensils, licking and hitting them on the floor. I don't clean them before putting them away. That's disgusting.
1: Like spoons?
0: Spoons and forks and stuff, like. This person will give them to the baby and be like, here, just distract yourself. They lick them, hit the floor, probably touches their toes. And what if they spit up on them a little bit? And then she's like, "Mm, back in the drawer they go.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit weird.
0: (laughs) I told them to be nice. Get yourself a dishwasher
1: so (laughs) that uh, you don't have to feel bad about having to wash again.
0: Right. Okay, this one. This one's kind of heavy. It's not heavy, but it's intense. It says, my in-laws make no sense. I like them and think they're great people but they've been married almost eight years and don't live together. They're getting ready to sell his house but not hers because she isn't ready to move on. Her husband died almost 15 years ago. I want to confront them about it but have no idea how. I'm afraid it won't last. They mainly only see each other on the weekend too and about 20 to 30 days of the month. That seems like a lot of time that they see each other but that's aside the point. They don't live together
1: who are we talking about? I'm confused.
0: This person's writing in about their in-laws and is like, should I confront them? Should I not? Her in-laws have been married for eight years. It sounds like her mother-in-law, this is her second marriage. So she's saying they're getting ready to sell his house, but not hers because she isn't ready to move on. Her husband died 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So they're not with each other a lot. I would not confront it personally.
1: Any I think.
0: Well, Okay. Okay. I think you want what's best for him. I don't think it's any of your business, and I don't think...
1: You can want what you want for people, and maybe to be a good influence on them, you know, but, and maybe maybe using the word confront just sounds...
0: Casey doesn't like like, confrontation. Like you're uh,
1: trying to say, like, you have an idea that...
0: What's better for them.
1: What's better for her, or whatever, but, you know, and maybe, I don't know what, maybe you didn't mean that.
0: Yeah, way, but yeah.
1: like uh I'd say uh yeah none you your damn business
0: yeah and and I we don't we're not trying to be mean like like I said Casey comes sometimes kind of comes across kind of harsh but I also think that nobody but her and her now husband get a timeline on her grief she gets to decide you know if she has not moved on and she's not over it and he is okay with that and they're in a good place then that's up to them you know um and obviously this is something you can discuss with your husband too like you said or i guess that we don't know if this is a boy i mean or a girl but with your spouse cuz it is their parents um you guys might have a better idea you might see that it's not working you might see that it's not unhealthy or that is it is unhealthy and kind of go from there but based off just this little information that we have i would just i would recommend just walking away <laughs> you know
1: yeah look the other way
0: let's like, lighten the mood a little bit
1: <laughs> yeah you know like uh I don't know. If they're your in-laws, they're older than you anyways, so they've been through it. It's not your your place to counsel your elders. No. Yeah. You know. Take, take advice from people older and than you, but don't, don't go out of your way to
0: give them save advice. somebody
1: else's life because older people aren't going to listen to you anyways.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You're
1: just going to piss her off.
0: Yeah, and that might be true too. And again, it's so hard with such a small, like, little box, but that's our that's our thoughts but if
1: that doesn't uh answer your question i'm sorry yeah but that's not very much information
0: <laughs> yeah it's you're not, gonna no. get
1: a uh point blank response no. off of something like that so
0: yeah. next i eat ants off the sidewalk
1: <laughs> what, the hell?
0: what the hell you better be 12 years old writing oh. it like if you're an adult i'm concerned ants ants
1: it got to get that nutrition somehow.
0: Mm-hmm. Next. I have ex- I am extremely sad I can't have any more kids. We're done any having kids. kids. We don't know. We don't know how much they have. We have two and we're done. And some days it's sad. Even if it's a choice. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's our choice for us to not have any more kids. And I mean there's so many different ways. I mean infertility by choice. Um, emergency hysterectomy. There's a lot of reasons. But I think. It's valid. You know, I think it's always hard to close that chapter. You already know what Casey thinks about the pregnancy thing from earlier, so he's probably yeah. like, why are you sad? But no. No,
1: if you, if you want to have more kids, I mean, uh, there's a lot of reasons, like she said, why you can't. But if, uh, you know, if you're still at a stage where you did want kids and you were able to have more kids, then. Uh, I mean, even if it's, like, infertility or whatever, you can just adopt kids. There's plenty of kids who need a mama.
0: There are. We've talked about it. And, I mean, it's hard. There's, like, I feel like there's never... I want to be sensitive to people who do go through it because... Especially infertility because I know, like, the they the last thing they want to hear is, oh, yeah, just adopt, you know, because there is so much that goes into it. But even foster care, like, I mean, there's so many ways to continue to grow your family if you want to but also if you've made the decision like us and it does kind of just stink um it's like you know just hard to accept that's okay too right yeah yeah um someone said i miss my grandmas so much it's so hard without them here i feel like i can relate to this way more than casey because he doesn't know his grandma's um but i definitely can um it's hard it's hard to lose people in your life. And have you you've haven't really... He had an honorary grandma, and that was hard, huh? <laughs> it's hard. He's like, well, maybe let's not talk about this. Maybe you should have prepared me a little bit. But it yeah. is. And you... And there's moments where fun little stories come up, and you can still, like, remember them in the good times, and it's okay. You,
1: you should read up on the Day of the Dead and the Mexican history and all that oh, kind of stuff. Oh, watch Coco. Because... because uh, it's a party to remember people who who die not something that should uh make you sad you should celebrate the life they had not you know yeah be sad they're gone cuz in all reality everybody's gonna die yeah so it's part of life but you yeah i think enjoy that the good parts of it the
0: day of the dead is such a fun way to look at it you know they really do have that figured out huh yeah yeah
1: it's it's true though it's so cool you don't look back at somebody's life like it was a sad thing you know yeah if they were still alive you'd be happy every time you saw them so every time you think of them you should be happy about it remember the good things about it try to anyways yeah i'd imagine that's very hard if you were close to your grandma but yeah like emily said uh
0: yeah but and and that's one thing is I've lost one of my grandmas I wasn't super close to her but um I I am close to my other one and she's still around and I don't even think I don't even try to think about it because it's it's hard or like just thinking about it is emotional but the next one says driving to Arizona and extremely nervous last time we went I found out about my husband's addiction so that's a little bit of maybe trauma response PTSD Right? Mm. Probably. If it the last time you went, I don't know what your husband's addiction is or how long ago that was. But, um, I'm sure you guys have worked a lot through it. And at that point, just trust communication with him. Like, this is why I'm nervous. I want to trust you and I want to get through it. But it's a little bit hard for me right now. What do you think?
1: Um... Nobody's perfect. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's not something that in my mind I d I don't look at people's addictions like any kind of problem. You know, everybody's Casey
0: got is so good. I don't know how you, so. hey, we don't say bad words on this podcast.
1: <laughs> no bad words on the podcast. We've already
0: said a couple and I'm like, I'm not making this episode explicit explicit. I always say that wrong. You have
1: to say the F word to make it explicit.
0: Okay, well we're definitely well, I'll not. I'll leave
1: the F bombs out for you, but Anyways, <laughs> everybody's working through stuff, so yeah, you know, you can't look at anybody like a lower class citizen because of uh, what they're working through. Just or yeah, like take their addictions
0: personally. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: like it had nothing to do with you if he's struggling with something. Even
0: so. though maybe it can feel like that, but it's well, it's not personal. Like that, it's it's it, not personal
1: unless he's like,
0: nope.
1: you know, crossing the the forbidden lines. You know. That's the only addiction that I would uh, say is any of your personal personal problem. You yeah. Know? But uh, be there for him. Yeah. Make it something that uh, brings some you two stronger. closer together rather than uh, tear you apart. You know, it shouldn't. You should try not to feel like it's a PTSD. You know, yeah. like like I said, that's just something you should be between you and your husband and support him and help him through whatever he's going through and unless he crossed the forbidden lines and in that in that case then uh,
0: leave him honey leave him honey okay <laughs> the next two one person said i still pick my nose and someone said sometimes i pick my nose and again we're going back to digging for gold if you're digging for gold i'm a little bit judgmental but like if you have a little tickle booger hey, hey go hey, for hey, it hey, hey, hey. <laughs>
1: Digging for gold is okay sometimes, because sometimes you just can't get it out. You know, you no. gotta do it. The problem—it's only weird tissue. if you're digging for gold and like you're driving. You. And then like just go find a corner somewhere nobody can see you and take care of business. Everybody's gotta do it.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Just
1: don't do it where people can see you, and you no, know, and then nobody knows. Leave it anonymous. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This one is kind of petty. It says, one time my boyfriend's mom was completely demeaning him through text because he spent his B-Day with me. He worked 12-hour shift prior and came over for dinner slash bedtime. Ooh. (laughs) So I made a public Facebook post thanking him for spending his birthday with me for this many years in a row. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. What do you think about this?
1: I think you got to leave your mama behind whenever you uh, find a girl you're going to marry, so.
0: You're like, I support.
1: I support that.
0: I support that. <laughs> got to leave your mama behind. It Amen. is what it
1: is. You know, like, you can love your mama, but once you're married...
0: You spend your birthday with who you want to.
1: Well, you know, there's a reason they say you leave your family behind and start a new one.
0: Yeah. I didn't you know? know they said that, but I agree. Amen.
1: Whatever, how, however the Bible says that. I don't know what the wording is, I but it's something the along said. the lines yeah. of, you know, you cleave to your spouse and... None other, some.
0: Yeah. Okay. Know. I get it. And
1: if you're just boyfriend, girlfriend, it's a little bit screwed up to just like put your mama to the side.
0: I guess but, that's true. Uh, but she was demeaning him. He just worked a 12 hour shift on his birthday, wanted to go home to his honey for bedtime and dinner. You go, you know.
1: I'd go hang out with my girlfriend instead of my mom. So yeah. I, I don't blame the man.
0: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> this one's intense. It says, One time I made a fake profile and basically catfished my friend because she was arrogant and thought any and every boy would want her i was young so don't judge i apologize but i didn't think much would come of it i want to know if you got caught or if you you offered yourself up (laughs) to like the thing is is like
1: i know i know i know somebody who did that crap yeah uh,
0: it was a lot more intense probably i'm just saying like
1: you can really screw people over
0: yeah
1: but if as long as it was like kind of playful and you just did it you know, and How
0: deep it got. is yeah, really, yeah. yeah, if it gets
1: real deep and real, real twisted and weird, then that's one thing. You know. Yeah. But uh you know.
0: Otherwise, we're not judging. I'm
1: not judging unless you. <laughs> we unless think it's funny. I only know one person who's done it, and and I've actually that's not true. I made a fake Facebook once upon <gasps> a time.
0: Casey, Kel, tell tell us more.
1: Yeah, I did.
0: Okay, what happened? I
1: did. I was actually messing with some people, some of my buddies, but it's kind funny. of the same situation. How old
0: were you? They were cocky. They were like we can get any girl we want. It wasn't
1: that, you know, it was just me messing with them.
0: That's funny. Yeah, we're here for a catfish story.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> We I, like that. What's that isn't there a TV it's show? It's a about TV that? show
0: called Catfish.
1: Yeah, those guys get it, take it a little too far. So hopefully. They always you didn't, it's intense. Hopefully, hopefully you, you didn't were do on that.
0: catfish. <laughs> maybe that's you how were she on got on the caught. show. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, <laughs> next one. I got into a car accident fourteen days after I got my license. I was definitely sending a text to my friend saying I was there to get her, and I lied to the cop, and everyone said I was looking down at the radio. Oh, lied to the cop and everyone, and I said I was looking down at the radio, which was believable, believable because it was low and I had to look down. I don't think anyone knows. Honey, I think everyone has been through this story. You know how many people have told me I was texting and driving and I told the cop I wasn't. I think the cop Everybody knows. says
1: they're changing the music.
0: Everybody says That's like changing.
1: literally like the go-to excuse, sister. You're good. Like, yeah. Unless you killed somebody, then feel bad about it. But yeah. like,
0: but otherwise, otherwise, she's I, there's happens. a lot of people who've been through that. Let's try not to text and drive. I'm sure you learned your lesson. But, yeah.
1: I did that once.
0: I knew. I wasn't going to throw and you the then, bus. Uh, I was like, you tell if you want no, to. No, I did that. He uh, did. Same I didn't thing. know and him, I, I said the
1: same excuse. Totaled my car.
0: A brand new car.
1: And then about uh, I don't know, for about six months or so, I left my phone in the back seat. Smart. And now I text and drive again.
0: It makes me mad. He usually bad, does it alone. Bad, uh,
1: bad habit. And it's usually me. He's it.
0: texting.
1: Well, that's because she'll send me all these text messages. She knows I'm driving, and she'll still <laughs> text me while I'm driving. It's like okay. For well. a
0: while, actually, you know how Apple, like iPhones, you can do an automated text. He had one that would send out to everyone when he was driving. He was like, my wife will chop my nuts if she yeah. knows I'm texting. And I yeah, eventually was like, yeah, we need to get rid of that. I don't remember how to that. set
1: that thing up, but it was funny.
0: Yeah, but he had a lot of clients Like when he was in home building that I was just didn't think it was appropriate to send It definitely to.
1: wouldn't have been appropriate as a professional message. Yeah, but, so. but you could make a professional message. We just message got, so got a new question.
0: A question just came through. Just... Ooh, it says, my mother-in-law Bad is the main cause of all my husband and I's arguments. Not us, huh? Well, <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> That's hard. I, I
1: will say that, you know, it, it's hard for a Why boy he to leave his mama. Wifey comes first, though. It, it's hard He's for a boy really, to leave his mama.
0: It is hard. For And, it's hard, and, and, and let's I'm be not. honest, it's hard for m- mom to have her son leave. Mm-hmm. However, your mother-in-law needs to have boundaries. And yeah. your husband needs to put you first. And he needs to see where you're coming from. That's one thing with Casey. And, like, I don't think we have it bad. But, like, at first, learning how to have a mother-in-law and a daughter-in-law is hard. And so we did. But Casey always was made me respectful of his mom and made his mom respectful of me. Like would say, Like, he'd respect what both of us were feeling. Definitely. Yeah. But it's hard. It's hard territory. And it's hard to...
1: You just gotta be careful because the, you know, we got two boys. Yeah. And, you know, Emily needs to look at it like, you know, how she's gonna feel. And, uh, you know, you gotta look like it, how you're gonna feel when you got boys.
0: It sucks. It you know, sucks. And,
1: and to be your son's first love, you know, for his entire life, and then all of a sudden he's off married to some other woman, you know, and he's grown up, but now he doesn't want you. Want you like he, uh, you know, wants his...
0: Which this, is healthy. He shouldn't want... This young want. girl, and, yeah. it, and it's
1: part of life, you know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta deal with it, but, you know, you do it's gotta hard. look at it from both sides of the story, so...
0: Yeah. Okay, um, next person. I haven't brushed my teeth in four years.
1: <laughs> that's not true. There's no way that's true. You wouldn't have teeth. <laughs> you haven't brushed your gums in four years, or what? You brush like, your gums? I'm just saying, like...
0: Like, what didn't you brush? Yeah. No,
1: so you like, literally wouldn't have teeth anymore. So if you're saying that you have teeth and you haven't brushed them in 4 years, I
0: would be surprised. <laughs> then you're lying. There's
1: like like your teeth would just fall out.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: You'd get like gangrene or whatever that is.
0: What?
1: Or Gingivitis. <laughs> gangrene. <not> gangrene. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's that?
1: Gangrene is when your skin falls off course, <laughs> so it gets infected. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> but gingivitis, gangrene. you would get gingivitis and it's your teeth a type would fall of out.
0: Tissue death.
1: Yeah, your skin just dies and it falls off.
0: Yeah, you, you never heard of that? No, but I think it's so funny that you said you'll get gay and green from that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next. Um I definitely have a favorite kid. Me too. Casey does. But in his defense, Casey doesn't like babies. I don't know if he's he's made that obvious yet on the podcast. He loves his babies, and he loves to, like, hold other people's, like, our friends' babies. He likes to meet them and hold them and give them back, but babies are hard for him, and he has a hard time connecting because our babies have always wanted mom, mom and her boobies, like, that's all they want, and so for him, I think, like, once Remington could talk to him, and I want dad, I want dad, dad super snuggles, like, him and Remington are just two peas in a pod, and I don't think there's anyone that will ever make him more proud than Remington, huh? Me and my mom were talking about Gibson this. Gibson
1: doesn't have a chance.
0: Gibson doesn't stand you're a chance. You're going to
1: hear this one day.
0: Remington set the bar high.
1: He set the bar real high, so, you know, you gotta...
0: <laughs> Step it up, Gibson.
1: You're going to have to, <laughs> you know, if, if you're mad at me because I, I I work you too hard one day, Gibson, just know it's not your fault. <laughs>
0: it's Remington. It's Take it up <laughs> with fault. him. Take it up with
1: him. Just go <laughs> kick his... <laughs> Casey I'm sorry You'll have to edit
0: <laughs> that out and What's funny is that Casey doesn't swear I'm the one that swears So I don't know what this is If it's these nerves aren't, These
1: aren't bad swear words They're No weird.
0: but you never even say those words In conversation with me I'm the one that does
1: But I'm like saying that as a joke
0: Yeah He's very much joking it's
1: angry swearing
0: that I do bad. angry swearing Like
1: Angry swearing or plan. like
0: What the <laughs> Like if I can't find something Anyway Okay, this is the last one, and it's a deep one. It says, "I'm trying to figure out what I believe in regards to God, and it's so hard." Amen. Thanks for coming to the. I'm <laughs> just kidding.
1: <laughs> no, welcome to the club.
0: Welcome to the club.
1: Everybody's figuring out. And it, it is out. a
0: constant. That's the thing: is that you need to come to a point where it's not scary anymore. And it is scary. It's scary at first, but it you're going to have your ups and downs your entire life. I think. And you're going to constantly be figuring it out and refiguring it out and where you stand and how you feel and I mean, Casey can even tell you I spent a couple years of our marriage very unsure and struggling, and I feel like I'm barely coming back to a good spot. How many weeks have we gone to church in a row? <laughs> oh, well. too many to count now Which probably enough to, to... To go another couple years. Get off of
1: somebody else's (laughs) list and now we can start over again.
0: (laughs) No. But, Casey, what do you have to say? Just welcome to the club?
1: No, I mean, faith is too complex to break down in a short podcast.
0: Yeah, it's true. Maybe one day um, we can. You know,
1: it's one of those things that you need to know that you're not alone, everybody goes through it. And, uh, you know hold on to the things that that are important to you and know that you're whether you believe something or not doesn't really affect the quality of the person that that you're talking about and uh, you know you can be a good person and not believe anything
0: mm-hmm.
1: like atheist or whatever agnostic whatever they call that you know yeah and
0: uh, still be good you
1: know you can be a great person and do a lot of good in the world and The only thing I would tell uh, anybody as far as that goes, you know, religion-based is, it doesn't really matter if any of it's true or not. You know, if it makes you feel good (laughs) and you're doing good things in life, you know, and say going to church makes you feel like you're, you're helping people and doing, doing the right thing, then it doesn't really matter if it's true or not because in the big picture, all that matters is that you're good to people and you whether Jesus is real or not you act like Jesus and try and help people to uh, have better lives yeah that I think
0: that that's really important like for us and our struggles and the time that we kind of you know struggled Casey supports me and everything so if I'm all for Jesus and God he's there if I'm not he's there so One thing that I noticed, though, was in the times that I struggled and was like, okay, well, where do I stand? People do treat you differently, and it's not fair, and that's a really hard thing. So this is kind of off topic, but if you know someone who's struggling or, you know, isn't sure where they stand after a whole lifetime of it, like, give them some grace because it's hard. People think, oh, they, uh, it's easier to feel that way, and it's not, and just remember that because it's, it's hard it's all really hard. Though, it's very
1: personal. So, yeah. so really like, uh, you know, this is not to the person who asked the question, but to people the
0: listening. Other, the yeah. other people,
1: you know, but you got to you got to look at people like human beings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh it really doesn't matter whether they believe it or not. Yep. It doesn't okay. matter. Not not a bit of it, it. You know, if if somebody's out there cheating people in life, then that's one thing, you know, but it's better to sin in the, in the light than to sin in the dark. That's what I say. Yep. And there's plenty of uh, righteous uh, <laughs> churchgoers who, who uh, you know, aren't perfect people. And we're just... Uh, Embrace it. Whether you're in church <laughs> or, or out of church, it doesn't even matter, you know.
0: Yep. But good luck. We're rooting for you.
1: Good luck for you.
0: Yep. Okay, that was the last question. But it was a joy having you here. How do you, what do you think about podcasting? Do you see why I like it? Do you see why I do it?
1: I mean, yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) It's Uh, fun, huh?
1: She just makes me babysit while she does it.
0: Yeah, would you ever come back on the cast?
1: On the cast? On Mommy on the Wire? Mommy on the Wire.
0: Do you come back? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) Anyways. Party on. Party on. Thanks for coming, Case. Adios. All right, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and you enjoyed kind of getting to know Casey and seeing his side. I'd mentioned on my stories that it's really scary to, and I actually heard, I think it was the bad broadcast talking about this. But when you do something like this, when you put yourself out on the internet, when you're on a podcast, that really people are reviewing your personality. Like if they leave you a bad review, it's, they don't like your personality. They don't like you. And it's one thing for me to open myself up to that, but to open my husband up to that and people not liking him because of his brassness or just his bluntness, that terrifies me. You know, um, there's nobody that I care about more besides him and my boys. And so, Um, it is, it's just kind of scary, so I really hope that you enjoyed it, and if you didn't, I don't want to know, because I love him, and I couldn't handle it, so please be nice, but I really do hope that you enjoyed it, and I hope that you guys have a great week, be safe, be kind, do something to treat yourself, and we'll talk next week, bye.